0: This programme was produced at and first aired on MPR, Manawatu People's Radio, with support from New Zealand on air. Kapai Irarangi Temotu, MPR. If you're enjoying this podcast in Manawatu, you could make your very own, just like this one. MPR exists to help people like you tell your story or share your passion on air and online. Check out MPR.nz for more information.
1: Hey folks, in case you didn't know, Santa Claus is coming to town. So here with us today to help us celebrate is Carol Callie from Kairunga Line. So welcome Carol.
2: Kia ora. So the Christmas parade, so how long is this
1: being held?
2: oh uh, well, the Palmerston City Council has been holding the parade since forever I think. Um, but the, it's part of their summer programme and we've been, um, ten, we tended for it many years ago and um, have been running the parade now for I think probably the last 11 years on behalf of the city. Oh, right. So, um,
1: and well, you say it's probably been going on for years and years and years. (laughs) Um, And you're you're organising it, or you're the the, uh, chief organiser, is that correct? Uh,
2: My Lions Club is, um, and I obviously um, um, do it on behalf of them. But it's a team event um, that takes all of us on the day and certainly many of us before the day to get ready for it. All right.
1: So, And you, and you've been personally doing this for how long, did you say? I know you said. I,
2: uh, I want to say to, since 2010, so that feels like 12 years. Um, I helped the previous event organiser and then um, when um, they didn't do it anymore, we um, tended for it um, with the council and we've been doing it ever since. All so right. we've tended for it a few times across the years. So, um,
1: and what is involved? You said that you have involved before and, and after and everything, yeah, so as well. Yes, so there's
2: a lot. It's event management, so there's a lot to it. So we um, organise the the parade itself, so the road closures, um, security, all those sorts of things. Um, we look at um, the police involvement as well, making sure that everyone's safe on the day. We have a whole event plan, health and safety, all that good stuff. Um So also looking at the entries. So we contact the people that entered in previous years to see if they want to enter again. We also build floats for some organisations. So we have a number of floats that go out, um, particularly with uh, childcare centres and um, schools. So we can quite often provide a truck and a float to go with those. So we've got to um, get them going every year and um, we collaborate with a lot of organisations so the Manawatu Gang Show Scouting help us build the floats um, so they get um, some some contributions towards right. that as well and then um, obviously there's the whole thing on the day um, but liaising with all of the, the people, the traffic, the float people. Um, we also have a um, pop-up playground in the square so we have to arrange bouncy castles and bubble balls and all those sorts of things. So, yeah, there's there's quite a lot of work before the day. Um, most of that is on my side, um, but also with the rest of the Lions, we look at um, making sure we've got everything ready, and right. then it's all big on the day.
1: And um, in past, the Red Crosses have had a Christmas fair in, in the square, um, and I believe they're not doing that this year on parade day?
2: No, they're doing it the day before, oh, um, right. which... I don't know, that's their their decision to make. So, yeah, normally we have the the market um, in there. But um, instead this year the George Street um, retailers are closing the street and having a street party. So we're going to encourage everyone to go down to George Street in the morning um, and then come to the pop-up playground. It opens about 1 o'clock in the afternoon. um, And then obviously the parade will go by. So it will still be a, a full day if you want to go down and participate with George Street.
1: And there'll be lots of markets and things there. Well, stores, I'm not, not quite not sure markets, what they're but, doing, but um, but it's they're closing. Out of the, your jurisdiction. It's out of my it's, jurisdiction. They're closing yeah.
2: the street off um, from Coleman Mall to um, to Main Street South, and they're basically having a street party. So I'm sure that'll be fun.
1: Right now, when do you start organising? So you say, well, obviously, um, you'd have to ask about the prior floats and getting new ones, etc. So yeah, when do you start so
2: all that? I kind of start middle of August. Um, the website opens the 1st of September So we have to be ready for that That's where we all our entries are online um, So they have to declare health and safety And some other things as they enter So we make sure that everybody knows What they're letting themselves in for um, So yeah, pretty much have tasks Right from September, October, November And then on the day So I have different jobs to do each month To make sure that we get everything done
1: So it keeps you busy, busy, busy <laughs>
2: Uh, a little bit, yeah. It's a sideline. <laughs> Volunteer.
1: <laughs> oh, right. Yes, well... We're all say, volunteers. i say, we're all, all built on that, aren't we, Vol- Definitely, volunteers? Definitely, yes.
2: Um, we couldn't survive without volunteers. That is correct. And I couldn't do it without my team. Um, the Kauranga alliance are really special people that just make things happen. So um, really great bunch to be with.
1: Right. And um, because this will be aired afterwards, um, or just before, on the... Christmas concert is, is the day before as well. Is that correct? Yes, so the guess?
2: Christmas concert, so it's a very palming Christmas. Um, the Christmas concert is the night before, and they're also um, lighting the Christmas tree that night. Right. Um, so it's all going on the night before. That's in the events quadrant as well. And the next day, in the same place, we'll be having a pop up playground. So all that's. Right.
1: So you have to set that up fairly early, or or by by one o'clock. Is, by one so o'clock, sort of yeah. So we we're, we're not a lot, so. yeah. We're not uh, a lot to
2: set up. The bouncy castles take a little while. The um the most fun in there is the bubble balls. So they're like mini zorbs that you run around in. Oh, okay. Um, so it's all free, um, for the kids to come down and have a bit of fun. So you you put the giant plastic ball on you and um and run around and. Run into other people and do your do your thing. It's a lot of fun.
1: All right, okay. So, and that's from one o'clock. One till four. One yeah. Till so
2: that four. goes after the parade as well. So you could come down and watch the parade and stay in the playground if you wanted to.
1: Right. So, and when is the parade due to start? Yeah.
2: So the parade starts at two o'clock. Right. Um. It. Um. Can we talk about the route. Yes. Yep. yes. Cool. So it starts. Um. At the corner of Pit and Church, which is by the railway land. So the, the the floats form on the railway land, but that's not where the parade starts. We have to keep moving people back every year. It's <laughs> like, you know, give us some room to get them started. So f- theoretically starts on Pit and Church, um, goes right up around the square. Um, plaza corner comes back in around um, at Rangatiki into the main car park. So it goes right through the middle of the square, through the car park, and then goes out Main Street South back to the railway land again. So um, altogether, it's about nine hundred and fifty metres, um, so just under a kilometre. So there's plenty of places to watch it from.
1: Um, and and the floats would be assembling because if it starts at two, they'll have to be there fairly. And oh yeah, we
2: start we start floats start arriving from one o'clock. Um, we we judge from one thirty, and then the parade starts at two. So.
1: So that um, they start arriving about one. Yes. So, um, is there any particular order? So, uh, you know, if, if like, yeah, that's not random.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so basically, um, we have a parade briefing the um, the week before that all of the float attendees come to. Um, At that, they get their health and safety. um, They get all the details that they need about the day, but they also get the order that they um, will be formed in. And on the railway land, we have um, a sign for every float. So someone walks in front of you with who you are, because quite often when you make a float, that's the one thing you forget is to put on who you actually are, or it's very hard to find. So we have... um, um, school children, intermediate school children, who walk between the floats with a sign that actually says who they are. Oh, okay. So you right. effectively you line up behind your sign on the railway land, so you know where you are, and then we go out in an orderly fashion um, down the down the road. So
1: and and it's all um, so you've got your floats, um, and do you have other extra um, examples? Um, you know, like uh, marching groups or anything like yeah, that. Yeah. Well. So, um, so, what else do you have?
2: So, we we call them all um, entrance. Sorry. So, yeah, as well as the float. So, the parade's usually led off by the um, Manawatu Highland um, Marching Band. Oh, I forget what their exact name is. The pipe band. The pipe band. Yeah. So, um, so they they lead us away every year. Um, we also have the mayor. Um, we've got a series of convertible cars that have the mayor. Have the town crier? Town criers usually first, um, and also we've got um, you know mascot characters, that kind of stuff um, to wave and do their thing. Um, this year we've got a number of fire engines again, ambulances, usual thing. We've got um, yeah, there's marches, there's um, the D McCarus. Um, I think he's changed his name group now. Or dance group doing their thing. So um, the yeah and the um, The Brazilian um, drummers, um, samba, vento, I think they call themselves. So, yeah, it's very loud, very noisy. Um, We're up to nearly 60 floats, which is all we can take. Um, If we have any more than 60, we actually snake back on ourselves because that's what 950 metres takes. So um, we try and limit it to that so that um, everyone gets a a fair chance. But, yeah, it's very loud, very noisy, lots of excitement in it. So, is there a
1: um, a limit to so because I mean, there's trucks and trucks, aren't there? There's a the tiny wee goots and these the yep, bigger, bigger ones. There's one. everything so, going on. So, um, are they limited in the size of of truck that they can use?
2: Uh, so long as it meets the standard for trucks, um, then no, it's just getting it around the the route. That's the the interesting part. And pretty um, tight corners. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We go round the wrong way, so we're on the outside lane heading around. So we we've got more chance of swinging around the corners. We don't take the inside lane where it's tight. Um, So we're actually going down the wrong side of the road towards the plaza to start with, Um, and then we just stay on the outside. So it does kind of give a bit of room. We've got a crane this time coming from McIntosh's. I think it's probably the biggest thing we'll have in there. Um, But we've certainly had the rescue vehicle from the airport um, there before, and that's quite large. So um, each float has to bring two marshals with them that we give high-vis to, and they're idea is to make sure that there are no one going under truck wheels as they go past. So um, there are more than just the security people marshalling the parade, every float has two people um, specifically looking out to make sure that um, no one gets in the way of some of these bigger vehicles, because the truck drivers can't see. There's no, just people that's everywhere. true. <laughs> Apparently it's quite a daunting job to drive the parade, <laughs> um, but we um, we're lucky that we've got quite a few people in town that like doing it, so...
1: It's quite helpful. So it's restricted, so you're almost up to the 60 at this stage? or Correct. Yeah, yeah. We're,
2: we're right up there this time. So um, it was good after, I mean, last year with COVID, you may remember we did it at the arena because yes. that was all we were allowed to do. Um, and obviously we were, we were light on floats that year. I think we had something like 29 um, oh, finally right. in the end. So um, I think people are quite excited to come back out again and we, we got the, the numbers in very quickly so we're almost ready to go and it's still some time away.
1: But I think last year as well too there was that, um, you know, it looked like it wasn't going to happen at all and then Correct. sort of all in, all of a sudden, oh yes, it can happen yep. but... We, we, thought, <laughs> we
2: certainly thought outside the square literally um, with last year's one by going around the track but um, it met all of the requirements and I know that... Um, the people that participated certainly had a had a great oh. day. There was um, there was definitely well salvaged, and what was interesting out of that one, incidentally, was um, quite a few of the parents with prams said it was easier doing it in the stadium because they could park up and oh, watch, right. <laughs> and they weren't fighting with everyone on a street corner with children everywhere and things happening. Right. So um, we had quite a few requests to do it there, there again, but no, that was just too hard. <laughs>
1: Yes, I can imagine you wouldn't have been able to have your 60 either, would you?
2: Uh, No, no. And the new bridge that they've got, um, the walkway across to the thing, you can't get a truck under it. So um, it was a bit impossible. (laughs) <laughs>
1: not, not designed for no, that. No, not right? designed
2: for that at all. The mayor and I had a chat about that on the day when all my trucks couldn't go underneath. It. Oh,
1: that might have been a bit sort of. Oh no! Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. What am I going to do? Exactly. There was a lot of scrambling that day. We won't go there.
1: <laughs> no, but you managed. So that was well done, you. Yeah. Um, so you mentioned that there are uh, judged about one thirty. Yes. So yep. who does the judging?
2: So we have. Um, we have. Judges mostly from um, our Lions Club come through. Um, we also have some guest judges that we bring along. Um, it is a very quick process that we have to do. If you can imagine, we've got yeah, 20, so minutes, minutes or <laughs> twenty minutes. Twenty minutes <laughs> yeah. to judge them all. So, um, so they make mm-hmm. themselves known and they go down the row. Um, we judge on um, effort of it um, of what you've done. You know, in terms of your decorations. Um, I think there's five points There's one point for a variety of things. Um, the energy of your people. So we, we asked for from 130 to 150, you're at least giving us what you're going to give us on the street, so we know what it's going to look like. Um, whether it meets the Christmas theme, so how Christmassy it is, um, maybe the overall aesthetic, I think is another one. So yeah, they've got their criteria and they just give you a mark, and then we um, frantically <laughs> collate it all together. Um, the mayor presents the first place ribbons. Um, we get sponsorship from quality. Um, presentations. So they're on Tainui Street. I'm gonna give them a plug. Um, they do the rosettes, those beautiful um, rosettes that you get that with the first place ribbons. All right. Um, so they they donate those for us. Um, they've been doing that for a while and they're really spectacular.
1: And where was that again?
2: Uh quality presentations on Tainui Street. Right. So they do the yeah, they do rosettes and ribbons and um, lots of prize um, material, that kind of thing. Um, so the mayor presents the first places and we run around and um, present the second. Um, we've got first, second, third and three highly commended. So um, two categories, so it's community and commercial are the two categories that we do. We used to do a school category but quite often there's only two or three schools that oh, have right. entered because it's just the time of the year. Um, so it just busy. yeah, um, it just didn't work out. So now we just do community and commercial and it seems to work.
1: Right. So, and all that's all done in the twenty minutes before the parade starts. Twenty minutes before
2: the parade starts. Ten minutes to give it all out. Take the photos. Make everyone happy, and then we're on our way.
1: All right. So, um, what are some examples of uh, entries? Well, you've mentioned a few. You've got your ambulance, where your Mm -hmm. uh, rescue, and all those fire trucks, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Anything else that sort of like you said last year? You had a crane. Well, this
2: year, yeah. So this year, we hope. So every year they hope to put a crane in. Um, but if it gets called away on a job then it gets called away on a job so um, this year we're trying trying again I'd love to see the crane in the parade Um, yeah there's the usual usual suspects around town that that come in um, businesses that come in and support it which is really good Um, there's quite a few schools this year which is pleasing to see um, and a couple of child care centres so um, you, you we've might got,
1: reinvent next year having a schools category. We might do
2: if it, if it comes back where we get more. Um, I think at the moment I've got 17 new entries this year, so people that have never been in the parade oh, right. before. So um, we're looking forward to seeing what they're presenting. Um, we've got quite a lot of multicultural groups in the parade. Mm-hmm. Um, we've actually got the Multicultural Council. They've got their own float, right? Um, but also different groups like the um, Thai community, the um, Sikh community, um, obviously, the Brazilian drums, samba, are always there. Um, Falun Dafa. I think the Chinese Association as well. So well represented with the um, multicultural side of Palmerston as well as the um, we've got a couple of Sunday schools and a church. So you know we've got the, right. the both. I guess all sides of the of the community um, are, are represented. So it's good to see.
1: And um, and the at
2: the end of the parade is centre. Oh, definitely yes. So the Santa comes from Timanua. So Te Manawa, um has Santa in the cave, and basically he leaves the cave, um, jumps on the on the reindeer float, and goes around the parade, and then goes back to the cave again. So all oh, right. So are there
1: any restrictions for Santa? Because they used to throw out lollies etc. But I understand a few years ago that was. No, no, yeah, no, no. So,
2: so no one else can throw lollies, um, but the centre float does, and the reason for that is the centre float is the last float in the parade. So, and the lollies are thrown pretty much behind us. So, right. um, the the biggest issue, well, two issues with lollies is one is kids scramble under wheels, right? Because yes. if you miss and one falls down, um, kids just come out from nowhere, and um, so we can't have that. But if Santa's throwing it and it's the last float, you're not going to go under any wheels, so that's no, fine. That's true. But we also have um, they're quite he- hefty projectiles when people aren't watching. Mm-hmm. So um, I, what I say at the briefing is individually we're awesome, but collectively not so much because we've had people in the past that have been hurling lollies and they've been like projectiles whistling past people's ears and hitting walls and things behind them. So um, yeah, so we we are. We, we work on our lolly throwers on the centre float to make sure that they throw them up and high and come down like rain, not oh, right. <laughs> not take out your eye. Yes, um, yeah, true. So, but you can pass out lollies. There's a lot of lollies in the parade, so a lot of floats do hand them out as they go past rather than throw them.
1: So some of the entries may be on foot. Uh, um, I mean, you said you have these intermediate people showing um, with, uh, well, not banners, but... well, oh, the signs, yes. ...signs showing... Where the float is from. So, uh, uh, are the parts of the um, parade
2: on foot? Oh, quite a number of them, yes. So, um, and even those that have like a ute or a trailer or something quite often have, you know, multiple people walking around them. Um, I would say it's probably about 60, 40. So, 60 might be on floats and 40% are walking or biking and we also have a section for what's called decorated bikes so it's where um school children between the ages of four and 12 can decorate their bike and come down and we have a competition for that so you can get a prize um we have vouchers for the for the best and they're an entry on their own so basically the um and that can be from any school um anywhere um so they just come in and yeah we have a whole collection of these beautiful decorated bikes going down the road as well
1: and last but not least, is there any wet weather postponement? <laughs> oh,
2: so um, we've we've been down this path so many times at this time of year. It's um, it's you can't cancel to a, the next day simply because the um, the weather's probably going to be the same anyway. And a week later is Fielding's Parade. Yes. So um, so we don't have a postponement date it's anymore. It's either on or it's not. Um, we tend to go in the rain. Um, what we won't go in is a thunderstorm, which is the year we cancel the parade. There was a thunderstorm coming, and um, that's too big a risk for um, for people out there. Um, and the other one is high wind. So, uh-huh, yes. um, it, you know, those floats are pretty dangerous with um, with moving parts and things um, if the wind's really high. So, yeah, we weather watch for at least two weeks out, <laughs> and and hope that we get a. A window of opportunity. I've, I had it one year where we knew that it was going to be slightly fine for the hour the parade was on. It poured a gale that morning. Oh no. um, it was absolutely horrible and we went, no, the parade's not canceled. I'm waiting for my window of, of opportunity and sure enough it came. We did the parade and went home again and the rain started coming down as we were packing up. so um, so yeah, we'll, we'll go out in most things, but um, but a thunderstorm no.
1: So how will people
2: know if it's cancelled? Um, so the float people get told through our Facebook page. They know to come and have a look. So we're Kairanga Alliance on Facebook. Um, we also have um, the local um, More FM are involved in it and right. they do the announcement as well. Um, most people kind of know if it's miserable that the parade's not on. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's not like something that you, you have to be told. But, yeah, we certainly get through um, as many people as we can um, to right. let them know.
1: So, thank you for that about the um, Christmas parade. So, um, we're going to move on now. Um, a little bit more information. The caring Alliance are responsible for the firework displays around about the city from time to time. So, um, we aren't or didn't have uh, Guy forks, which I understand that the City Council decided that because they had. Um, Matariki fireworks. They weren't going to have have them at, at uh, um, Guy Fawkes, which would have been disappointing for a lot of people, but however. So you can't just go out and and uh, um, say, okay, the lines are going to do it. So what's required for you to be allowed to set these fireworks?
2: Right, yeah. So um, first of all, you need to be a, an improved handler. Um, that requires um, getting a ticket, I guess, from um, the Environmental Protection Agency (EPA). Um, that's quite an involved process. They don't just give them to anybody. So you've got to have done numerous displays before, with you know, in support assisting. I yeah, right. um, got to keep a long diary about how, how, what you did and how you went about it. Um, so, and there's a significant fee, as you can imagine, with any licensing. So, um, so yeah, so you need to have someone to do that. Then in order to for a display to go ahead, you have to get a, a certificate again for that, for each individual display, where you go out um, and assess the site, look at the fallout zones, um, the, uh, the fire brigade have to approve it, the owner of the property has to approve it as well. So, And then it all goes away to a testing authority and they review and ensure that um, they believe it will be safe and then once you get that certificate, then you can let the fireworks off. So. Oh,
1: right so that that would apply for um, you'd still have to get all that process done for example if you went down the riverside like it had been there before um, but every, time. Might, every time every time right.
2: every time yeah every time everywhere so it doesn't matter whether it's a really small display for a couple of minutes um, or whether it's a really big one that takes you know 15 um, it's still the same um, safety requirements and the same um, p- process that you go through
1: so, who purchases the fireworks? Uh,
2: we do um so we there's a supplier in New Zealand um, who imports them and we um, purchase them from from them
1: so if the if it's run by the city council, for example, they would pay you correct the purchase price. they pay
2: us and um and we purchase the fireworks and buy the tickets and all that kind of stuff from that
1: so can private parties host large scale displays
2: um Theoretically, yeah. I mean, I mean, the Speedway is a private party. If you look at it like that, um, and
1: Lyons does that one, and Lyons does yeah. that
2: one too. Yeah. So um, I think it, it's roughly about. Twelve hundred dollars a minute though. So you might <laughs> want to think about it before you um is before, that you go before down the that cost path. of the fireworks. Itself? No, that is the cost oh, of the right, fireworks. Yeah. So so that's without any other costs. But literally it's about twelve hundred. We used to say a thousand a minute, but it's gone up. So I would say it like might, even 15, might even be fifteen might even be fifteen hundred a minute by now. Yeah. So it's not a it's not a cheap exercise.
1: No, I couldn't imagine so. <laughs> <laughs> it's sort of well, at the cost of everything though uh, yes. So, what's involved in setting up? So, for example, say you were going to do it, well the speedway one, yeah. for example. Yeah. So,
2: um, a lot of planning goes ahead uh, before it to determine um, what to put up. So, what pretty pictures are we going to put in the sky, and what's the, you know, what's the um, the routine going to be like? So, we tend to start off with um, with a bit of a hiss and a roar, and then give you a bit of a change in the middle, but like a like a symphony really, right. um, and then at the end there's this big finale with with everything going, um, so, so there's a bit of work that goes around that um, and then obviously we purchase the fireworks to do that. Ahead of time we need to prepare them, so um, that takes quite a bit of manpower across the club, um, we have working bees where we get them all ready and then um, on the night um, we'll go to the location and assemble, um, test everything, make sure it's right, Check the wind a lot because obviously everything's that wind makes dependent. A yes, uh, if it gets to a certain um, a certain wind speed, then it's all off. Um, and then basically, when the time comes, yeah, we push a few buttons, and well, we actually push lots of buttons, <laughs> and we let them go.
1: So, all oh, right, so it's done um, not with a, a flame sort of thing. Oh no, no, we know. do have yeah. a few.
2: Um, we call them hand lighting. Um, so sometimes at the speedway um, throughout the year, we might have what what's called a cake, um, which is a Big box effectively that's got maybe 300 different shots in it and sometimes we hand light those. All right. Um, Which is a nice change for some of our guys. They quite like the hand lighting (laughs) occasionally. Um, But the big displays, no, they're all electronic firing. Oh, right. Yeah.
1: So that that, um, does away with the accidents. Well, to a degree, I suppose it could still be accidents. Yeah, (laughs) so what we
2: do when they're going off, we have what's called spotters. So everyone that goes up in the air, we have someone that checks that it actually went and where it went. So um, so at the end of the display, sometimes some haven't gone off because that's just the nature of the electronic firing or the match that they're on or it might be a right. dud firework. Um, so we need to know exactly which one it is or which ones they are and what, um, what tube they're in because they, they – st- the firework itself starts off in a tube to get it going into the right oh, direction. Right. So we need to make sure that those ones are, are safe and not going to go off um, when you least expect it. So there's a lot, exactly. So there's a lot of <laughs> yeah. there's a lot of safety, um, as you can imagine, that goes in, in with the display.
1: All right, well, thank you very much for that, Carol. We've actually run out of time, so we're not cool. going to have Jean Autry's Here Comes Santa Claus. But, <laughs> um, so that's the Christmas parade on, oh, we didn't say it was on it's
2: December on the 4th, 4th, did we? 4th of December, Yeah. How remiss
1: of me. So December the 4th at um, 2 o'clock the parade starts, but you've got plenty of time to do things beforehand in George Street Markets and also the... Um, bouncy castle etc and we've also heard a little bit of background to fireworks display so thank you very much again carol
2: you're very welcome
1: thank you
0: if you enjoy this npr podcast please consider subscribing our podcasts are available on all major podcasting platforms apple podcasts google podcasts and spotify as well as the accessmedia.nz app